Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good day, one and all. Good day, my friends. Hello and low. It's been a while since you've heard my voice. It's been crazy times. Crazy times, crazy busy times in my world since, since the last recording, which I believe was the Twilight Zone episode. And if you haven't heard that, I highly recommend you go back and check that one out. Yes, welcome. I guess this will be the first official uh, episode of Vic's Horrifyingly Rockin' Podcast of 2021. Uh, like I said, I had two that were planned to be recorded um, over the last month, but uh, due to scheduling conflicts, they got canceled yeah, the day of. Um, I had actually recorded an intro for one. Uh, God, it must have been two or three weeks ago at this time, and uh, uh, I talked all about how that how that was going to be the first one of the year, and blah blah blah, and all this stuff, and it's just like kept getting pushed back. So that one will get uh, done eventually. That one is going to be a um, a show with with Miss Miss Becca. Uh, she's making her return to the show. Uh, we have a really cool concept. Yeah, we have, we have a bunch of really cool concepts to talk about, she and I. Um, a couple of horror nerds talking all about uh, all, the, all the amazing horrorness. But since I didn't want to keep everybody waiting, because I know you were all waiting with bated breath. You were, you were, you were holding your, your napkins in your hand, your kitchen hand. You, you were wringing them out. You were, you were sweating. You were anxious. You were, you were just dying, dying to hear this voice again, dying to hear all about the horrorness or the, or the rockiness or, or the awesomeness that would come out of this voice uh, that would come to your ears. It was just you were waiting. So I couldn't have you wait any longer. But uh, all kidding aside, I just wanted to pop in here just to kind of just, just put some words to audio file. And uh, no real topic in, in particular today, just kind of just talking a little bit about what's going with, about what's been going on the last month, just a couple happenings in my life. Um, as we know, we've left that year 2020 in the past. Uh, feels kind of weird, to tell you the truth, because, I mean, I, like when I think of, when people say last year, I still think last year was 2019. Um, I don't know how... It, it just kind of feels like 2020 didn't exist. I guess in a lot of ways it didn't exist for most of us. Like, yeah, theoretically, or in, in reality, it did exist. Hey, we did have 365 days of the year 2020, but it was like nothing really happened in terms of like everything in our lives kind of got put on hold. So it was, uh, it's, I think like last year it was 2019. It's so weird, but... Uh, in in 2020, I found a lot of really cool stuff. I got in my in my basement of horror in the in the in the back basement of my horror in boxes that I hadn't been looking at in years of stuff that I had accumulated since you know I was a kid. I uh, found a lot of cool stuff, which I kind of go through in a little bit. Got some new uh, things to add uh, to my bookcase of uh, my bookcases of horror. Um, but first, I want to start off. I started playing my drums again. It's been a, it was, it was, it was, it was a few months, like almost a year since I had played. Kind of just like giving the body a break. You know, I've been playing for close to twenty years at this point, and uh, at times, I at times I was a, a very heavy hitter. So you know, it kind of beat up the body a little bit. Twenty years of wear and tear, and everything kind of. Puts a little bit of a strain on the joints and the limbs and even the back at times. So I kind of took a big old break. And then slowly started to find my way into it about a month ago, a little over a month ago. 
kind of playing. And then it's so funny, having not played for years, it's kind of like the muscle memory kicked in and it was as if nothing had changed. You know, I started playing songs and not and not missing a beat, literally. Um, but yeah, so the, the, the big thing is, as I, as I look at my kit of awesomeness, my drum set of, oh, I tried to think of a cool word there, but I couldn't. Um, uh, as, as, as I looked at my kit of badass, of my kit of badassness, um, it's actually quite large to say the truth. Uh, but what I, what I did recently is I cleaned all my cymbals and I have a lot of cymbals. So it took me a good hour to clean them all. Uh, a lot of money invested in, in this kit as I stand behind it right now looking at it. You know, I have, uh, let's see, I'll go through it all. Let's see what we got here. I have a, I, I've got a bunch of uh, pawn shop finds. Uh, so I'll go, th I'll go through those two quickly. I got a, a Paiste dry ride symbol, 20 incher. Very cool. That's kind of off to, off to the side of my kit, not my main ride. And I have a uh, Sabian uh, set of hi-hats, which I use as my, as my closed hi-hats, not my, not my main set, but as, as my closed ones. Um, and then we go to my main symbols. I got a I got a Zilbil, Zildigen, you know, bell symbol. I got uh, two Zildigen A Customs 18-inch uh, 18 18-inch crash symbols. Uh, love those things. I used to do 16-inchers, but then I realized I kind of I kind of like the 18s better. Plus, they don't break as much. I used to break symbols left and right. Again, because I was a heavy hitter and stupid and not playing properly a lot of times. Uh, I got a pair of 14-inch Zildigen Master. I think they're Master tone or master sound no master sound hi-hats um when i when i clean them the ink kind of comes off the top so i kind of uh, lose track of you know the wording on it but, uh, those guys i have a an eight inch i think that's eight inch an eight inch splash symbol uh zildjian a custom and then a zildjian a custom 19 inch crash symbol i kind of use, use that as, as a crash ride along with an a zildjian uh, a medium ride 20 inch uh, symbol love them love them shine them up took about an hour to get all the all the grime and the dirt and just make them look nice and polished and brand new they sound amazing right now sound amazing uh, in terms of my kit itself what we got here what is up this has been a uh, a long time in the making it's a lot of some some of it's a frankenstein of uh, some of uh, things i've had in the past but my main five drums Sorry, uh, yes, five drums are uh, Tama or Tama. I don't know how, how exactly you say it, but I've called it Tama my, my whole life. They're star class, star classic drums. So I've got my 14-inch snare drum. I've got a floating 14-inch floor tom. So it's not it's not on legs. It's kind of it's uh, mounted like a like a, a rack tom, which is pretty cool. So it, it kind of has a, a free-flowing feel to it. And then I have a, what size are these? A 10 inch and a 12 inch rack tom. Um, then uh, in terms of, like I said, the Frankensteinness, I have an old Tama, Tama Rockstar brand or line um, floor tom. That's a 16 incher. So that's on my, I, I keep that on my left side, actually. It's my other floor tom, quote unquote. And then I have a, a six inch little mounted tom to kind of, tune really high so it kind of has like like a, a latin feel to it and then a uh, a latin block by latin percussion right off to my left as well so pretty cool pretty big kick uh 20 i'm um, a pretty big kit a 20 uh 20 i think it's 22 inch uh, kick drum with uh iron cobra 
double kick pedal and my hi-hat stand is an iron cobra hi-hat stand as well i have a drop clip on my main hi-hat to keep uh, to close every now and then but i don't really use drop clip so much because i have my closed hats off to my right hand side um yeah a lot of money went to this a lot of time oh and my china uh i went through years of buying like really good chinas and then i just kind of just i break them <laughs> for some reason so i uh i started going with more in, more inexpensive chinas and uh, i'm actually laughing right now because the, the name of the brand of this china is the is wuhan so uh thanks mr wuhan uh but yeah so he's my he just kind of has, has like a dirty a dirty feel to it a dirty sound to it so kind of like that plus I don't, I don't have to spend a lot of money if i break them so that's the drum kit, the return of the, of the, of, of the thunder that is playing again. Um, yeah, all, all good times. Now we go to the new additions to the horror bookcases. Um, let's see, what are the stuff that I recently got? Ah, okay. So I have, like if you've heard of my show before, I'm a very big fan of Sylvia and Jen Saska, the Saska twins, uh, awesome directors and filmmakers from up in Canada. Um, they have a graphic novel that they released to the fans in very, very, very limited edition. I was able to grab a copy of that from them and uh, both of them you know, signed the cover, put some cool words on there. Uh, uh, so that's prom prominently displayed on my set. And then I've received, let's see, two new Freddy gloves during this, during this time away. Uh, the Part 5, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5, The Dream Child Glove. If, you, if you've ever seen that movie, there's a scene where um, Greta, I believe her name is, gets uh, fed to death by Freddy, who has a spoon glove. And uh, I have a replica of the spoon glove in my collection now, which is kind of cool. It's the only glove in my collection that is palm up because of the spoon element, so I kind of want to show that off. And then... Um, I also got a replica of the Nightmare on Elm Street Part 5 Dream Child Glove, which is, uh, it's the hero version of that glove. And if you don't know what I mean by hero version, the hero version is, if you ever see a close-up of, of a glove, whether it's like prominent, or, or, or a prop actually, whether it's prominently displayed in movie, in movie posters or publicity or getting a lot of close-ups, you know, this could be lightsabers, uh, it could be really anything, but the hero is the most detailed and, f and finely crafted one. So this is a replica of the hero version of that. Love it, I love it, love it. Um, there's this one really cool Instagram account I follow. Uh, I think it's, it's Universal Monsters Universe. And I apologize if I've talked about any of this before, it's, but it's been a while, so I don't, I don't really remember <laughs> what I've talked about. I know definitely the gloves I haven't, but uh, I was on the Universal Monsters Universe uh, account and they started talking about um, the VHS tapes of, that the uh, NCA Universal put out in the mid-90s um, for the Universal Monsters movies and I was like all right I know I have them somewhere let me go find them so I went and scoured my, all the boxes in my in my in my in my basement I found most of my Universal VHS tapes which is just so awesome all the all of the other Dracula's movies, um, whether it's just from the original movie, Son of Dracula, House of Dracula, Dracula's Daughter, all the Frankenstein movies. There, are, um, you know, the original trilogy of Frankenstein, Bride of, and Son of. And then you get into like House of and Ghost of, and you know, 
all there's there's a lot of crappiness to it <laughs> at least at least a ghost of i just don't like lon cheney jr so much as the monster uh the where of the wolfman movies you know wolfman frankenstein meets the wolfman even werewolf of london all the mummy movies all the creature in the fall the black lagoons all the invisible man movies and then movies like the raven and the black cat which is awesome awesome standalone films uh, I can't really see the rest right now. They're, they're behind those ones. But they, all these guys now are prominently displayed on my, on my bookcase, which I, which I love. Um, I love just looking at them. I found a bunch of old, just regular, straight-up horror VHS tapes, which apparently there's a market for VHS tapes right now. Like, they're in demand. I guess people are, are collecting them for the covers, which is, hey, that's, that's pretty cool for me. It's just like I'll just, I'll just display it because it kind of looks like it's a – like a bit of nostalgia, and it just kind of looks cool. So I found a, I found a bunch of like regular quote-unquote movies. So The Exorcist, Rosemary's Baby, The Omen, Aliens, The Thing, The Shining, you know, uh, Halloween Six, and a, a bunch of others. And then also in my in my other part of my display, I've got you know my Friday the Thirteenth original VHS tape, My Nightmare on Elm Street Part One, and My Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two VHSs are in my display now. Very cool looking. I'm just very happy to find those and kind of just find a little home for that. Um, makes a world of difference. And it's just, I don't know, just, it's more, it's fun for me. I got a, uh, for Christmas, I got a very cool replica of the Hellraiser box. It's solid. Um, it's a solid box. It's not, it's not crap. It's not plastic. It's heavy. It's wooden. It's, you know, it's pretty awesome. So that's prominently displayed. And then in my search for stuff in my basement, I found all so much um, universal stuff, which I was very happy to find. I had bought at an OzFest. And for those that don't know what an OzFest is, <laughs> uh, OzFest was a metal festival that um, toured in the summertime. God, probably started around 99, 98, 99. And I think kind of really wrapped up around 2003, 2004-ish. Um, and it was always headlined by either Ozzy Osbourne or, or Black Sabbath, but it was a whole festival full of bands, and it was a way to, way to kind of, you know, really be uh, introduced to a lot of bands, especially on the, on the second stages. I think that's where I first saw Mudvayne. It's where I first saw Disturbed. Uh, that's where I first saw a lot, of, a lot of really cool bands on the second stage of OzFest. Um, so I remember these two I bought in OzFest, wow, either 01 or 02. Uh, and their metal lunchboxes, Dracula and Frankenstein. Um, and I kind of, I just found them, just kind of looking at them. And then I realized they're made by NECA, NECA brand, who make a lot of uh, horror memorabilia. And they're actually quite, um, as a brand, they're very popular and oftentimes pricey and very, very uh, big, big collectibles. So I kind of did, did a Google search for these two particular lunchboxes and I think I paid fifteen dollars for them, and I they're 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 going for like way over a hundred dollars, which is nice. So I definitely made a nice little investment there, and <laughs> have them now displayed on my thing next to uh, a lot of my other Universal stuff. So I yeah, so I have the lunch boxes complete with thermos on the inside, which are pretty cool. Uh, I got I got the lunch boxes. I got the VHS tapes. Ah, my wife got me. The, uh, I'm not very big on collecting Funko Pops, but like if one or two kind of piques my interest, 
uh, I will I will buy them. Like I have a Jason Voorhees one. I have a Lars Ulrich from Metallica. I've got a Becky Lynch from WWE. And then my fourth one now is an, an Invisible Man one, which I caught thought was really cool because I don't have any Invisible Man toys. I got a lot of other stuff. I got a lot of Frankensteins and, you know, mummies and Wolfmans and all this stuff. But I don't have any Invisible Man. So that, that to me, was, uh, was very, 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 very cool to get. Um, so he's in my collection now. And uh, in my search, I found, I totally forgot even I even had these. Um, when did these come out? Let me see if there's a year on them. This is riveting radio, I know. I don't know. I can't quite find a date on the on the back, which is kind of weird because usually usually they'll have a date. Two thousand two. I definitely did not buy this that that long ago. But whatever. Uh, Mattel Hot Wheels. Um, they did a line of Universal Monsters uh, cars. So I've got the Wolfman, the Mummy, Dracula, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, and the creature from the Black Lagoon. All have individual and unique little cars. Um, I don't know how to display this or if I'm going to display it, but it was just kind of cool to find them. Um, don't even know if most people know about them, to tell you the truth. Because uh, I think I just stumbled upon them one time in a Walmart and just kind of bought them all. Well, when must, the, when must that have been? That had to have been at least 10 years ago. At least. Um, I had mentioned before that I have replicas of old school Universal Monster movie posters. Um, Definitely not the original ones because they go for an insane amount of money and they're very hard to find and I wouldn't have the cash to do it anyway. Um, but I have my mummy, my Frankenstein, my Wolfman, and my Dracula now all displayed in front of my Chucky doll. Uh, so they're kind of there in, my, they're in my collection at the moment. And then finally, what, I've, what I found recently, these go back to 2002. Uh, I think most of them do, at least the main ones. The 2001 or 2002, somewhere along those, along those lines, um, I found my, um, who made these? I think it's Sideshow Toys. Yeah, my Sideshow Toys Universal Monsters um, figures, uh, completely, completely in, in their boxes. Though, so I guess they're quote-unquote mint, <laughs> in mint condition, uh, or mint on card, or mint in box, whatever the hell they call them. But yeah, they're 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 very awesome. I'm trying to find the size of these things. They're 12 inch figures, so they were in they were very much in demand for a while. I don't know if they still are. I haven't really researched them. But I remember I picked these up, you know, in real time when they were first out. I'm trying to find a price on them. I know I see the one I have in my hand, which is the Bride of Frankenstein. She originally went for thirty dollars. Not really quite sure what she goes for now. She's the only one that's in color too. The rest of them had to have a black and white grayscale tone to them. Which I find, which I kind of like better. So, well, who I got? I got the Bride of Frankenstein. I got, quote unquote, the Vampire, who's uh, it's actually Nosferatu. It's Max Schreck, and uh, Count Orlock, I should say, from the night from the Nosferatu silent film, which I kind of like really, really much. And it's not he's not really he's not, he's not a, a universal monster by any means because uh, he's kind of an illegal character. Because the if you, if you don't know the, the backstory of Nosferatu, the um, the family of Bram Stoker sued um, F.W. Murnau and the filmmakers because they uh, ripped off Dracula, the story of Dracula, without getting the copyright or without without getting the rights to it. So um, that's why if you look if you look up if you look up and try to find um, Nosferatu now, it's just like it's 
public domain. They're probably all public domain from that, from that time now because of the date, but like it became public domain immediately because they couldn't make any money off the film anymore. So I got that. I got the, like I said, I got the Nosferatu, the vampire. And then going into the Universal ones, I got the Phantom of the Opera, the Lon Chaney one, the silent one, which is, again, one of the coolest uh, reveals in film history is when she, t- she takes his mask off. It's an amazing makeup job by, by Lon Chaney Sr., um, wish I had, I wish I knew the series. I don't know if there was a series of these things. I know there was multiple series, but I don't have, uh, I don't have more than just these guys. And then I go into the main, the main ones from that, from the, uh, of my sideshow. I have, uh, Dracula, the Bela Lugosi one. Just so cool looking at it. I'm looking at it right now because you can, there's a little display door you can open up and see it. Just Bella, Bella looking all in all his uh, his awesomeness, you know, complete with bats and rats and just really really cool stuff. I got the Bella Lugosi one as Dracula. I got the Lon Chaney Jr. as the Wolfman, complete with the log and the, the and the foot trap and just. Although I'm kind of surprised that this one didn't come with uh, the cane. You know, the cane would have been kind of cool to have with this, but no cane, no dice. And then, uh, finally, my favorite of the monsters uh, in general is the Frankenstein monster one, complete with uh, abnormal brain, uh, some shackles, and then even some flowers. So it's great. It kind of runs the gamut on stuff that uh, are in the movie. Just, I love this figure. I, just, I love that character. I, I recently saw a poll that was kind of like a, a, uh, an elimination uh, bracket on the Universal Monsters Instagram page about, you know, just, um, you know, people vote for their favorite and it's kind of like Final Four NCAA tournament type brackets. And um, first off, what I noticed is the amount of love out there right now for the creature of the, of the Black Lagoon, which, which to me, I'm not a creature hater by any means. I think it's very cool. It's just, I, kinda, I hold the other ones, the earlier ones in such high regard, but there is so much love out there for the creature of the, of the, of the Black Lagoon. So I may have to just uh, revisit uh, those movies a little bit, even though there's just three of them. You know, The Creature of Lagoon, The Revenge of the Creature, and The Creature Walks Among Us. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have to, we have to re- revisit them because there's so much love out there, and I didn't realize it. Um, but other than that, I remember the finals went down to Dracula versus Frankenstein, and Dracula won quite handedly, which kind of blew, blew my mind because... You know, I am a giant fan of Lugosi. I like the original Dracula, but I just, I think Frankenstein just in overall is a much better movie. It's a much better performance by Karloff. Um, and I understand Dracula started it all in that golden age of, uh, of, of universal horror, but whoa. I don't know, I, I, I kind of throw a flag on that one, monster fans, definitely. <laughs> uh, as I move on from them, what uh, I see one other new addition to the bookcase, um, it's not new, it's old, but it's stuff that I had found and didn't realize I had it. I just found some old uh, Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla, and King Kong figures. Uh, I, the King Kong one is an oldie. Uh, I've had that King Kong since I was probably a baby. He's got to have a date on him. Let's see. Is it on your foot? No, it's on your butt. No, he was made in China, though, I'll tell you that. Interesting thing about, the, about this King Kong, he's got no hair on his ass. He's got no hair on his butt cheeks. But it's a replica of the, 
1930s King Kong. So the uh, black and white claymation one. I love this figure. I've definitely had him since I was a child. He's definitely close to 40 years old. So he made my, my display with, 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 with no problem. Then I have my Godzilla and Mechagodzilla figures, which are probably a good 20 years old at this point. So not quite as old, but definitely for right now, until I find something better to replace them with, they're making the display as well as a, uh, a gizmo figure. Uh, I remember tell, I told this story, I think, on the, um, the, the Christmas horror episode that I went to a, I think it was Midtown Comics, and uh, bought a Gremlins gizmo figure. And the guy, the guy said to me, well, it is a Christmas movie. Well, I actually found that figure that, that's easily going back 15-ish years so I found that figure. His eyes are a little wonky. His eyes move. His eyes move around, but they're a little wonky. So can't be. <laughs> I'm kind of looking at him. He's just, he's he looks like he's stoned. Let's put it that way. Um, but I think that's it. If you if you've actually listened to this, <laughs> and uh, all this stuff interests you, I thank you. Oh, here's one more thing. I went to an antique shop recently because I have these two old school. Um, hotel key like keychains you know if you've if you've, if you if those that remember going to a hotel in the 80s uh the 90s ish they had like these big plastic things that had uh the room number on them and then then you had your key before you had you know the card so i've had these two um very cool keyhole key tags that i purchased at, at a convention uh, probably flipped five or five or so years ago one is a bates motel one and one is an Overlook Hotel one, and uh, I went and went to an antique store and found old school keys. Uh, you know, they look like they're antique keys, so I put them on the key holder so it kind of looks more authentic and more real. And is this, I'm, I'm a fan of it. I like it. I like it a lot. I think that is that for now. So if you've listened to this, I thank you. Uh, I. Uh, I'm eager to get the few shows that I have on on deck uh, recorded. Can't wait to have them. We're going to have a conversation about remix. We're going to have a conversation about oh, what was the one up about top five? I'm not going to give it away. It's a it's another top five one that uh, I'm eager to, to 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 discuss, but I'm definitely looking forward to, to, to the, the Remix one. The Remix one, hopefully, will, will be the next show I record. That's the one we've been trying to record for a few weeks now, and it just hasn't panned out. So uh, with that being said, I hope your 2021 has been good to you thus far. I hope you have a good rest of your day wherever you are and whenever you are listening to this. Um, yeah, take care of each other. The world's crazy still. Stay well, be well, be good to people, enjoy life as much as you can, don't burn yourself out, and as always, have a horrifyingly rocking good time. See you later.